welcome to the inaugural episode of whatever podcast. Guess what? It's going to be about literally whatever us three hosts deem to be uh, interesting for the week or you know prior to each, each episode. Uh, my name's Matt Rubble. I'm joined here with my co-hosts Jordan Marvel and Chucky Wisniewski. And I tell you what, this is something that has really been uh, in the works for a while. Jordan and I we we came up um, with an idea of doing a podcast, YouTube channel, and stuff. Uh, over the past couple months, and then was talking to Chucky about it, who had an extremely similar idea. So we said, why not, you know, we're Put all it together. We're good friends. We've known each other for a while. Why not just throw it all together um, and see where it takes us? I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, yeah. Uh, so why don't we just start for the very first episode, just a general introduction of each of us. Chucky, why don't you tell a little bit about yourself, how, how you, how, um, I guess we know each other. Know. <laughs> yeah, I've known Matt for quite a while. Um, Jordan on here is actually a teacher that I used to have, or not necessarily a teacher I had, but very popular around the school that I used to go to. Um, my name's Chucky, like Matt said, and uh, I work at Sharp Energy. It's a huge propane company that basically covers the East Coast, and anywhere from Florida to Ohio. Um, I'm going to be the movie guy on this podcast because... Uh, <laughs> Spent a little too much time at the theater. And Sharp Energy, hey, if you guys are listening, feel free to sponsor us an episode. Absolutely. <laughs> I could use a gas range if you want to provide me with a gas stove. You know, that's that's fine. A little tester. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm Jordan Marvel. I teach public school at a local high school. Like I said, uh, Chucky went to my school. I remember that. Uh, he, was a, he was a pretty good student back in the day. Uh, I, it's not what I heard. <laughs> I'm into just about anything nerd culture related. It's uh, I find it ironic that it is now kind of accepted and popular it's to be cool. a nerd. Now it's yeah, cool it's to be a nerd. Awesome. Now you know I run the Dungeons and Dragons Club at the high school. In fact, uh, we had a meeting today, and I left the Dungeons and Dragons Club <laughs> meeting and came right here. So uh, I will be the kind of comics and hobbies guy on this podcast. I I do love movies. I do not see as many as Chucky. I wish I did, but I. When it comes to general hobbying, games, other nerdy stuff, uh, I'm I'm kind of your guy. I have a loving fiance that enjoys movies. That helps. <laughs> that definitely <laughs> helps. And and Matt will um, have this argument. I don't have kids. That's another thing <laughs> yeah. that kind of helps me on that. Which, not saying the kids are bad. I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I also don't have kids, but Mrs. Marvel and I are very involved in the school. And in everything else, to the point where, when we do have a free night that neither of us has anything, I'm I can't really just say, okay, honey, I'm gonna go by myself and see a movie now. Yeah, I really thought that was going somewhere. Yeah, else. I didn't know where that was going. <laughs> Kid friendly podcast. That's what this one's gonna be. <laughs> well, uh, my name's Matt Revel. I work in politics. I work for the Delaware State Senate. Um, I handle the communications and policy work for one of the caucuses there. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Of course, my interest in a lot of this, I guess, nerdy stuff is, uh, Jordan called it, stems back to, I mean, growing up, like, we all opened Pokemon cards, oh, yeah. Star Wars, Power Rangers, things of that nature. Matt, I have a question for you. Yes. How mad are you that the $50 Charizard from when we were in fifth grade is now worth $5,000? Well, not bad because I still have it. You so. jerk. <laughs> It's the only Pokemon card my dad wouldn't buy me because it was like $50. Well, 
We'll get into that. Because <laughs> I actually remember that I remember that vividly when I when I quote unquote pulled that out of a jungle booster pack yeah. and it wasn't in that set. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, so I this I mean look, this this podcast is, is admittedly more of an outlet for me. Uh, as Chucky said, I, I do I, I have three beautiful daughters, a great wife. Um, it and all day I just surround myself with politics and I don't really get to talk about this stuff I don't, as much. And as I don't see politics on our list here, so... Yeah, yeah. No, we might <laughs> skip over some of that as contentious as it is. I mean, look, if there's a topic or something out there that's just crazy and everyone agrees it's crazy and funny, right? If we can put a little <laughs> bit of humorous twist on it, then we may touch on it. But uh, look, as Chucky said, he is the movie guru, and there's a couple trailers that came out over the past couple months. Uh, some movies coming out within the next year that everyone's talking about. First on our list is uh, Spider-Man, brand new Spider-Man movie. So what we just did prior to recording this, watched a kind of refreshing ourselves, if you will. Well, you and I refreshed ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Chucky was quoting it. <laughs> I, uh, I watched too many. Once the movie trailer comes out, I kind of engulf myself in just continuously watching it until I can find some type of Easter egg myself without having to look at the Easter egg reviews. Um, I'm super hyped for Spider-Man. Um, uh, I just I, I can't put into words what they're doing over at Marvel. To somebody have the plan for 10, 15 years ahead, 10, 15 years ago, and it all comes together, and every movie from the past, like I said, 15 years comes together in one. Um, I think there's a lot more to um, the Doctor Strange and the suits and all that. Um we're just diving right in. I guess this would be a good time to say that there will be spoilers for the trailer. If you're one of the people who doesn't like watching yeah. the trailer, you know, come I, back for podcast two. And probably spoilers for a couple of the movies. Yeah, yeah. more than likely. If you're not up to date on your Marvel movies or, Sorry. You're, or you're trying to <laughs> avoid spoilers, we're about to dive into it. Yeah, I... Uh, uh, Jordan's not the only one that's a comic book nerd. Um, I go every Wednesday and pick up comics at the local comic book shop, uh, Bethany Gaming Comics. There's a plug for you, Tom. Um, great owners. Great people. Love them to death. Um, I actually work there during the summer um, and pick up shifts in the afternoon. But I'm uh, in the afternoon, at night, and uh, <laughs> weekends. But um, I also uh, read quite a bit of comics. So seeing some of these movies kind of like upset me and make me happy at the same time because you follow comics too much everyone will know what's going on but i'm gonna get right into it um i don't believe that's the actual doctor strange and i could be completely wrong um just because the certain dimensional stuff that he used uh was kind of like frowned upon um well, he's always kind of been like a rogue. He has. But, and he's always been arrogant. But with the, uh, I can't remember her daggone name, um, Sorcerer Supreme before him kind of made, uh, if you watch the older movies, he kind of like respected her, yeah. obviously, and there are certain things he didn't touch. Now, obviously that he's learned all the stuff he's learned, he has started to get a little arrogant. So you can I, you can tell uh, the first scene in the trailer is him shoveling snow out of you know the the building. It, it, you don't know why, but he was probably messing around with something and accidentally dumped snow inside it. He was making it snow inside of his building, so it could be that he's 
trying more, I don't know, risky powers and risky spells as it is. Yeah. Now, there was a um, comment Jordan made during the trailer of that, uh, the, the black suit. So, obviously, toys ruin a lot of spoilers. Toys actually spoil a lot of movies. Um, toys and Legos, so thanks a lot. Yeah. Um, there's a golden suit. Uh, it's black with a golden liner, and it actually oh. has a symbol of the Eye of Agamotto on it. Um, and uh, people also don't know if it's a black suit either. Um, they're well, kind of... When we say black suit, we're, we're talking about the symbiote Spider-Man where... You know, the same symbiote that creates Venom actually is, you know, attached to Peter Parker, and we get that really awkward third Spider-Man movie with Tobey Maguire. <laughs> um, but, so whenever you see Spider-Man running around in an all-black suit, people who follow Spider-Man perk up because we're like, oh, it's such a cool arc whenever he takes on the symbiote, and you're like, is that what you saw? But if this is, if the toy has the eye on it, could be a suit given to him by Strange. I think that's what it's leading up to, but I'll be honest, not to take a shot again at uh, Spider-Man 3, Sam Ra- or Sam Raimi, uh, and I'll probably get a lot of heat on this, but I think it's the best Venom design. I do not like the Venom design of... I don't. If you look at Spider-Man 3's Venom design, he's comic book accurate as you can get. I, in my opinion, I just personally feel like yeah. Well, maybe I, I guess my my uh, uh, nostalgia, my remembrance, I guess of Venom was from the cartoon series in the nineties. Oh yeah, that was a great series. It really was. Yeah, and um, so when I saw Spider Man three, I almost thought he looked too human. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, he does have a human element to him, but um, but I mean, hey, I, well, I appreciated Spider Man three for what it was, where they tried to bring in so much and I think it was really one of those movies that they just tried to do too much fan service I don't know if that's fair to say well they had good grief they had how many oh I see what you're saying Um, I think the face because I just looked it up on my phone I do think the current Venom is much more alien and less comic booky the Tom Hardy the Tom Hardy Venom is like if you look at the comparison yeah. You know, it has much less. It looks like there isn't a person underneath of it. It just looks like this is a different being completely. Whereas the Spider-Man Three Venom looks more like you know there's a person in that suit underneath of it and the eyes. I remember being a little thrown by the Tom Hardy's Venom eyes, how they're kind of small, or as the Venom I'm used to has those massive white eyes that right. go up the side. I'm pretty excited to see if they touch on the uh, any when Venom does, you know, reach over to that um, timeline, or if he gets the Spidey emblem after yeah. he merges to the suit. Because right now there is none. Um, the other thing I wanted to get to um, the Green Goblin uh, is being played by Willem Dafoe again. It is. Yes, That's it is. Awesome. I don't think there's anybody else that I'd want. The voice is just iconic. It is. Um, the uh, there's also rumors Hobgoblin's going to make an appearance in it. Um, I don't know how they're going to do that because Ned um, and Peter are really close in the movie, um, the current movies now. So I'm wondering if maybe there's an evil Ned in the when they do merge the multiverses. Um, or does Ned, if Ned loses his memory that Peter's Spider-Man, does he also lose his memory of them being friends? Does 
you know, or does Ned just get hit with some goblin gas and, you know, turn into Hobgoblin? That's a great point. Yeah, because so, Ozzy, I'm mean, Ozzy Osbourne. Norman <laughs> Osbourne. <laughs> <laughs> ate the bat and turned into yeah, turned That into. could be a pretty interesting... No, well, I mean, so Norman, he, I mean, he was a good guy, right? And the Well-intentioned. Person, yeah, well-intentioned. And like you said, the, the goblin gas, I guess. I mean, that's what triggered him. Well, the, I'm super worried, not to cut you off, um, the Morbius trailer came out, um, and there's a lot of stuff they're already doing to try to merge, so it comes out after Spider-Man, um, and people are kind of leading on to that anyway, just because of the fact that there is the same uh, Sam Raimi's Spider-Man suit, there is the Oscorp logo from the Amazing Spider-Man series. Oh, with uh, Garfield. Yes. Andrew Garfield. Yes. And then there's the Buzzard. Uh, oh, the Vulture. Not vulture. The vulture. Yeah, I always yeah. say the Buzzard. <laughs> the Vulture um, from Tom Holland's uh, Led Spider-Man. So... I'm, I'm very interested in this... Because I... You know, Matt, you and I were... <clears throat> Ele- what? Elementary, middle school, when the first Spider-Man came out with Tobey Maguire. I think we were Might have been early high school, right? It was early 2000s? Yeah. 2003? Uh, 2001. I think we might have been like 6th or 7th grade when the first one came out. And then the rest were in high school or after. And I remember... um, I remember... uh, 2002. 2002. Yeah, so we would have been like 7th grade. Mm. Uh, seventh, eighth grade, but I really enjoyed that whole series. I I remember being a little perturbed by the spinnerets on his wrists instead of uh, actually the actual web, yeah, 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 instead of yeah. him having mechanical web shooters. Because growing up watching that cartoon, there were several times where Peter's wrists would get grabbed by either Venom or another bad guy, and they'd break his web shooters, and he had to adapt to try and fight without them. Um, And then when Andrew Garfield's movies came out, I really enjoyed those because they went hardcore back to the comic story where Gwen Stacy was the love instead of, you know, Mary Jo, whatever. MJ. MJ. (laughs) I'm going to say this right now. It's going to upset a lot of people. I hated Tobey Maguire. And I'm sorry, Tobey, if you ever hear this at any point in time. You stink. Uh, Your acting's terrible. Um... (laughs) I don't necessarily think it's his acting either. I think it's the writing that they did. Um, he was just too much of a sissy. Well, I think everyone kind of agreed at the time, though, right? It's now everyone looking back. Well, now everybody's Especially like, oh, with this trailer it's... coming out, the speculation that the three live-action Spider-Man are going to be in the same movie. Everyone's excited to see Toby. Well, see, I it's think... It's kind of like the... Well, I but I think... <laughs> I was going to say it's like the Star Wars people. Yeah, yeah. They were terrible when they came out, but now everyone loves them. But I think it's mm-hmm. a generation too, though, because yeah. like, I, I personally love, and people, I get yelled at all the time. I love Jar Jar Binks. You can fight me. I, well, I mean, I, You were a kid when Jar Jar Binks came yeah. out. You know, and it, the original Star Wars movies weren't necessarily made for kids. You know, and then when the prequels came out, it was very obvious that it was actually geared more towards kids. Yeah. So, like, yeah. people around our age... I mean, I actually enjoyed the prequels yeah, growing I did up. Too. Because yeah. we were young, and it was a new Star Wars movie come out. And then, you know, I, I don't know. That's a, that's a whole other can of worms. It did invent <laughs> a fun N64 game called Pod Racers, 
which that was fun. It's out now for Switch. <clears throat> Is it? Yeah. How about that? It's so, pretty good. I yeah. <laughs> so Doc Ock's back. Electro's back. Well, um, and speaking of Doc Ock, uh, what I was going to say was that I think t- Spider-Man 2 with Tobey Maguire is one of the just overall best superhero movies, in my opinion. Because the guy who plays Doc Ock, I can't remember his name, but that actual character arc of him, good, breaking bad, going good again, and uh, the whole movie was just fantastic. And then when Spider-Man 3 comes out, you're like, wow. Alfred Molina. Yeah. 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 I, you know, when I saw him coming back in the trailer for Spider-Man, I was so happy because I thought his <clears throat> I thought his uh, his villain was very strong and that movie was very strong. And then, you know, that's why Spider-Man 3, I think, got such a bad rap because Spider-Man 2 was actually a solid movie. Yeah. Now, Jamie Foxx is back as Electro. I'm pretty excited about that because I thought Electro... I thought he was really goofy as a... Uh, character before he actually became Electro, but I love the fact that him traveling through the circuits and it, it was yeah. really great, really well done Electro. So I'm glad he's back. But that it's gonna was, be it's gonna be more uh, like his suit's gonna be different, right? It's gonna be it's a lot gonna different. Be yellow. It's yeah, gonna be it's more like comics. more like like the comics, yeah. um, which I'm actually happy about. I liked his design, but it was just too. I think it came down to just being too much like, hey, what can we sell toys on? Like, yeah. I, I know that sounds... Everything's doing the slick suits. I mean, you look at the Avengers. They have those nice, slick, white suits. They look good on a toy. Um, let's see what else. The Lizard and the Sandman are rumored to be in there. Um, I think you can actually see the Lizard at one point. Everyone assumed it was Venom at that one point. Yeah, I can't see the out. Lizard. Fritz it's not the Lizard. It's I, not. It's too quick. They don't. Yeah. I mean, obviously, they don't want to get you know show their entire deck of cards. But there's just been so many rumors. I'm just so excited. I mean, it's literally what almost a month countdown. We're gonna hit December 17th. Is November 15th while we're recording this. Um, man, I, there's only one movie I'm more excited to see. Then Spider-Man, that's the Batman. So speaking of another franchise that has been restarted more times than I can count. Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah. You have Spider-Man who's had three live action uh, arcs plus the Spider-Verse, you know, which was actually a feature film, just animated. And now you have, boy, you had to, you had all the old Batmans growing up, mm-hmm. which we can even, if we just discount the Batmans from like the 80s, 90s, whatever, and just go with the more modern one, like you had Christian Bale, you have Batfleck. So anybody that can move their neck is what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm super stoked for this. Um, like, super stoked isn't even the words, and I just... Well, what, what was your opinion when they first announced that Robert Patterson was going to be the new Bruce Wayne? Um, I'm a huge... Uh, Twilight Do fan. not say Twilight. I am a huge Pattinson fan. and From the Twilight movies, you really like Twilight, right? I enjoyed the Twilight series as a whole. I mean, obviously, it's like any book movie. It's going to go off the rails or not be as good. I don't care. <laughs> I, I, I have a problem with the lack of consent in that movie. Oh, God. <laughs> you know, we're venturing down the politics <laughs> route, which we There's not much politics. <laughs> just watch it. It's just two dudes controlling her life the whole time. But you, you also have to look at other things, too, man. Like, 
the bat the Batman itself and him as an actor. If you haven't seen the stuff he's done, and oh, they've he's only great. they've only gotten yeah. better. He is a good actor. I I, mean, I I don't blame him for the Twilight movies at all. Um, I admittedly haven't watched him much since then or at all that I could think of. So when I heard it was going to be him, I'm like, all right. My first question wasn't why him. It was Does why he sparkle? Are, no. <laughs> It was why are they making another Batman movie? Was, uh, we've, you know, we we've rebooted Batman. And so why didn't they use Ben Affleck? When they, why, why, why kind of assumed, yeah. Uh, you know why wasn't? Well, dude, what, it comes down to Warner Brothers. It Batfleck is all Warner is the Brothers. Reason, Bat, or Warner Brothers is the reason Batfleck does not exist anymore. It is, yeah. He had the script for the Batman, and apparently, from what everybody's read, it was amazing. Like, it was going to be the best Batman movie, be the best Batman movie, and. Um, Warner Brothers just kept change this, change that, change this, change that. So he was just like, you know what, I'm done. Not to mention, he had a movie come out um, during, um, right after Justice League and all that. He had a movie come out um, that he was working on. And every interview question is, when's the Batman? When's the Batman? I mean, you look on YouTube, he gets really angry. He's like, well, you know, I have other stuff. And, you know, at a premiere for his new movie. And I can't remember what it's called. I have not seen it. Sorry, but... Um, was it the I, last duel? No, it wasn't the last duel. It was one slightly before that. Um, but they would just hound him about: Is the script done? Is the Batman done? Is there anything you can tell us? And he's like, you know what? He just kind of got burnt out with it, and you will. Yeah, I, I, he had the better. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm saying it again. He had the best Batman besides the killing, because obviously Batman doesn't. And you can argue. I mean, he's killing aliens. So it's not like he's running around. I, I wasn't mad with him killing aliens. And in fact, I thought... I thought Batman vs. Superman was a terrible movie in general. Because it was basically stepbrothers. Where hated each other. And then it was like... <laughs> Your mother's name is Martha? My mother's name is Martha. Do we become best friends? <laughs> yep. You wanna go, do you want to yeah. go do karate in the garage? <laughs> yep. No, like, that was... It was stepbrothers. And I was like... You almost had me up until this point, and then that was just so bad. But my, the, it had one of my favorite scenes in a Batman movie, period, which was Ben Affleck was gearing up to go kill Superman, and he stopped and looked at the Robin costume. And the Robin costume had bullet holes in it, and clearly there was no Robin in this costume. And just that scene of him looking at that costume... Cuts to Ben Affleck's face, and then he just walks out. And I was like, "You told a whole story with that, yeah, with those yeah. two shots, because it was, you could tell he was kind of having second thoughts about going to kill Superman. And he turns and looks and sees the costume that Robin wore with bullet holes in it, where it clearly Joker shot him and killed him. And he's like, "I can't let this happen again. This person has too much power. We need to stop them because if power goes unchecked and you don't take the full measure." Your sidekicks get shot up by, you know, <laughs> the Joker. And I was like, wow, what a powerful scene in this movie I hated. I really thought Aquaman was going to show up in the water when they dropped the spear in the water. I really thought Jason Momoa was going to pop out and be a party. But, uh, you know, it would attract. So my main question wasn't why Robert Patterson. It was why another, Batman? Why another yeah. Batman movie. And I know a lot of it comes back to Warner Brothers, but... Well, I mean, if there's any ever boy. question about... His performance, Robert's performance in the new movie, and, and why Batman, right? I think the 
two longer trailers and the TV spots that have come out have pretty much put those questions to rest. Chucky, I know you're hyped out of your mind for this movie. <laughs> I am, man. It's just, you know, this goes to show you, I think there's all those movies before, Batman vs. Superman, Justice League, Zack Snyder's Justice League, they were trying so bad to be Marvel. They were. That it ruined everything. I mean, you know, Gal Gadot almost quit. You know, um, is it Ray Fisher, I believe his name, played Cyborg? Mm-hmm. I mean, he had way too many issues. I could be way off. Um, just make sure. Well, in, in DC, I always appreciated that darker uh, environment, the grittiness that they provide. I mean, I love the Marvel movies, don't get me wrong, but the... I, mean, I just really appreciate the matureness, I guess. Yeah, the, the Christian, the Christian yeah. Bale Batman was yeah. the Dark Knight trilogy was fantastic. I I loved it. Well, and I mean those those three movies when they came out, I mean, to me anyway, they just they changed the superhero genre. They did. Where it's like, mm-hmm. we can tell a serious move, a serious story. Yeah, but it have comes, it. Not, go ahead. Sorry to cut you no, off. No, I was gonna it, say it, we can tell a serious story and it work out well but but do you know why they worked out well you don't tell christopher nolan no <laughs> like, it, it comes down to it i mean the dude everything the dude touches gold and quite honestly if you're the executive you know that if christian christopher nolan has issues you're fired like, no. i mean he's he, he's branching off and doing hbo stuff i believe or yeah. um no. no 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 amazon stuff he, I'm pretty sure his next thing is Amazon, and they'll probably be really good. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, my favorite, my favorite superheroes growing up were Spider-Man and Batman. So yeah. this is I. Anytime there's, I, I, I'm poking at it by saying why another Batman movie, acting like I'm not going to be there <laughs> on opening night watching God, this movie. I'm so mad <laughs> while you're sitting there eating. It was like, there's another Batman movie and it's so good. It, like, <laughs> in fact, getting back to what you brought up, Chucky, of how they were trying to be Marvel, I am excited for them to get back to their roots, it seems like, of, you know what? We're just going to make a Batman movie and just kind of watch this taste yeah, out yeah, of our they mouth. They gave Matt Reeves control. They're like, make your movie. Like, the runtime right now is three hours. Nice. And I'm telling you right now. Same with the Joker movie. I mean, it was very much. The Joker was so good. But that's what happens when Warner Brothers doesn't touch anything. Exactly. It's a good movie. That's arguably what happened with all the Star Wars prequels was they let George Lucas do too much. They were like, yeah, Lucas, tell your story without any kind of, like, editing. And he's like, how about Space Metachlorians? Jar Jar Binks. Okay. <laughs> you know, by the way, the actor's now a Jedi in canon based on that, yeah. that little, uh, I can't remember what it was. I'll tell you who ruined Star Wars, Kathleen Kennedy. Yeah. Still, yeah. I still can't believe she's not fired. Um, what did she do? Made six horrible... She oversaw, yeah, she oversaw the, I guess the sequel trilogy yeah. and the new the new Star Wars. Yeah. Other than Rogue One, Rogue One, in my opinion, listen not, to me. Rogue, I think Rogue One. I know you hated of, it. It's so bad. You hated it. It's, it's so bad. Top it's Disney. Two or three. No, man. Oh, it's Disney's God. formula to a T, man. We have to put everything in at once, and it has to be a love story. There could have been some way to get off. Not oh, I gotta watch this 
bomb blow me up on the beach. I'm so glad you're holding me in your arms. No, this isn't a Disney fairy tale movie. This isn't Cinderella. This isn't... Uh, to be fair, Chucky, I don't remember Cinderella getting nuked. No, but... <laughs> <laughs> she went back to sleeping, the rags that she was in. Sleeping so. Beauty didn't get the, didn't die from the poison apple. No, but... but I, <laughs> I just, you know... But without that, we wouldn't have got the great Darth Vader scene. You're, you're very true. But I, I'll tell you, and actually, I wonder if that's why everyone loves it. No, I'm going to tell you right now, even without the Darth Vader scene, it is by far my favorite Star Wars movie. Yeah, I, Other I, than maybe yeah. episode four, which started the whole universe. Uh, universe, I can't... Like, universe? I can't, I can't deny just the mastery of that movie. But you go... It's, it's insane. I used to do... I teach psychology, and I used to do the psychology of Star Wars. I still do at the end of the year. I have a whole project about it and everything. I tried to show episode four, and the kids hated it because it's so slow. I watch it. I'm like, this is great. I know what's coming. And, and yeah. it's, I wouldn't call it slow. I would call it deliberate. You know, it's a very, and it's a very 1970s-paced movie. You, you then watch that. And if you watch episode seven, right after episode four, wow. It is insanely fast. And the way we tell movie stories through movies now is very fast. Yeah. And I... Uh... Oh, that was an accident. Sorry, guys. Hit the wrong button. <laughs> barely leave that in. Find my phone. That's it. <laughs> Four Four inches from I meant to turn the watch on silent, but that didn't work. I um... We got from the Batman trailer for about three seconds into Star Wars... <laughs> I don't know. So what else? Yeah. So you like? So what Easter eggs did you find? Um, well, apparently um, Stanley Merkel's in it, and he's in an unknown role, and probably none of you know who Stanley Merkel is. He is um, actually oh, Stanley. Yeah, yeah. He's actually um, from the Eternals. He played mm. the Druig. I haven't um, seen the Eternals yet. Yeah. Don't go see it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but. He, they're t- not Stanley Merkel. I'm sorry. Um, now I gotta find his name. I can't remember it. Uh, I apologize. I was finally just starting to formulate who Stanley Merkel is, and yeah, now. it's not. It's not Stanley Merkel. It um, it's uh, Barry Keegan or Kerrigan or I don't know how you say his name. Um, he's uh-huh. in an unknown role right now. He's playing Stanley Merkel. That's why oh, I'm confused. Uh, yeah, 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 um, yeah. Sorry about that. But uh, there's actually rumors that he's going to play the Joker. Oh. And it's going to be one of those at the end. Um, like I said, I, I, I did a lot of reading on the test screening of Batman that is sitting at three hours. And uh, they said that it was a huge gasp. The whole audience at the end of the movie just went absolutely insane. So I don't know if it's going to be a villain we've never seen before because obviously we've seen a Joker almost any yeah, time. Yeah, right? it can't be Batman unless unless the only thing that's going to make me gasp like that is if the quarterbacks. Danny DeVito comes out and is the Penguin, or if Jim Carrey comes out as the Riddler. If any of those two things happen, I will fall out of my chair. Other than that, I can't think of something that would make me gasp unless, you know, they brought Heath Ledger back from the dead. That, that would, <laughs> I think that, that's making everybody yeah, That, that would, would make, make everybody gasp. Be, yeah. yeah, It's like Walt Disney being and I think And I think they would storm out if it was Jared Leto. They'd just be mad. They wouldn't gasp. Did you see the character design they did before? They released the character design of Jared Leto's Joker like before they did edits. 
And you thought it was bad before. <laughs> this guy's got a Sharpie smile drawn on his face. Like, oh legitimately. Like, an outline. It was terrible. It was so bad. I'm like, David Ayer, you don't need a cut. <laughs> you don't need another cut. But, let's get back on to that. So, Paul Dano's playing the Riddler. Um, Selena Kyle's being played by uh, Zoe Kravitz. Uh, Colin uh, Farrell is almost unrecognizable yeah, I as the yeah. Penguin. Wow, yeah. Um, uh, Jeffrey Wright's playing... Um, the commissioner, which I love, and if you don't, if you know, don't know about a name, um, he actually plays the Watcher in the Marvel series, mm-hmm. so he's doing a little bit of both. Um, he's a great actor. Um, Andy Serkis, love him. He directs. I mean, he directed both. Uh, I, I know the second Venom movie, um, but the guy can act. I really enjoy that. Um, let's see what else. Um, I don't know, man. I, I just I'm, I'm I think this is going to be the best Batman to exist. I'm going to say it right now. Um, I think with Matt Reeves doing the Batman and doing it how he wants to do, it's going to be super dark. Um, I mean, obviously in the first first trailer months ago, I mean Robert Pattinson beat the guy to a pulp. Yeah. With the trademark line on vengeance, mm-hmm. like man, I, I, I think Bruce Wayne's gonna be a little weird seeing Robert Pattinson play Bruce Wayne with the long hair and the, but a lot of what I'm reading is he's yet to figure out how to be Bruce Wayne. Well, he's allowed to be an emo version, right? He's young, he's still relatively fresh, I guess, off of his parents being murdered. I mean, I think he's allowed to be. Well, that that's the thing, too, that confuses me. Like, they're doing a... Um, a different touch like they're doing a year one so apparently he's he's been Batman for a year and six right. months um, and that's why if you listen to Alfred um, on the trailer he's like you, you like he didn't say it exactly but he's like you gotta figure it out because apparently at this point he's literally only Batman he does he doesn't know who Bruce Wayne is so this is kind of one of those things where I think he starts to find a good median it's- of that's a cool concept. They touched on that in Nolan's uh, Batman where I remember Alfred being like, you're a billionaire playboy. You need to go be a billionaire playboy every now and then. And then next scene is Christian Bale jumping in a fish tank with like, you know, two women on his arm. And, and then Tom Hardy jumping into a fish tank with the lobsters. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think that's a cool, and it makes sense, you know, like think of any time you've ever started a massive project that you've been planning on for a long time, you get absorbed by it, you know, and you can forget the other parts of your life. Now imagine... Like podcasts. Like podcasts. Yeah. Now imagine you're Batman. (laughs) (laughs) You wake up one day and you're Batman and you're also a billionaire who can just feed your Batman addiction. Of course you would just be Batman for a year and a half. I would be Batman. Why not? Yeah. For a year and a half. He's obviously bulletproof or suit is. I mean... And no one ever aims for the one part of the face that's open. Yeah, you really know, bad aim. Criminals really bad. aren't it, yeah. Yeah. It's like Stormtrooper level bad. Just roll. Well, actually, no, because they're actually hitting Batman. I guess so you got to give them credit. Yeah. Stormtroopers don't do that. What else we got, Chucky? Um, <laughs> so Disney Day, just, Disney Day just came out uh, not too long ago. I think it was Friday. Um, now we're going back to Marvel, so it kind of messed that up on the continuity. Mm-hmm. But um, they're doing a lot of cool things. Um, Secret Invasion got like a little tidbit um, with Nick Fury, and that's basically going to touch on who's been a scroll this whole time. Yeah, that's cool. Um, what If gets a second season. Uh, Marvel Zombies is actually getting its own spinoff series. Wow. Um, that's she, intense. She-Hulk coming out. Um, pretty excited with that. 
because um, Mark Ruffalo is obviously portraying the Hulk in there at some point. You see the smart Hulk where he's big and green and talks, and then you see Mark Ruffalo as Bruce Banner. Um, yeah. Echo's coming out. Um, so if you're a Daredevil fan, that's cool. That's always interesting. Cause Are they bringing back the Defender Daredevil? The one from the as Netflix of series? now, he's going to be the lawyer in for what Peter Parker. That that's right. From? That's right. It's a huge. It, I mean, it's, I know a couple of the scenes where he's being interrogated. It's like, eh, well, they're also talking. Like they're also talking about, um, yeah, but people. Well, if they zoom straws, in on his elbow, on his tie, on his like, hair, yeah. on his arms. If I, if I lean over a desk with a blue like tie that. hanging, you could be like, oh, there's Matt Murdock. You don't, you can't see it. Um, and then you guys will probably enjoy this X Men '97. Yeah, buddy. They're continuing the X Men that ended in '97. Right. Was that um, the one where Hugh Jackman stabbed uh, Jean Grey and killed her because she turned into Phoenix, and he was the only one who could make yeah, it through? X Men. No, the, the animated part, series. Yeah, yeah, oh, cartoons. Yeah, nice. Yeah, the animated series, and they're bringing it back. Uh, twenty six of the like twenty something. I'm probably wrong, but. Of the original cast awesome. voiceovers, huh. that was um, a great show. They're doing a Spider-Man series, um, actually doing the prequel for Tom Holland Spider-Man. So we might be able to see how his origin comes about. Uh, what I'm most excited about, I think I'm just as excited as it TV-wise as movie-wise I am the Batman um, Moon Knight. Has anyone seen a little tidbit of that? So uh, Not Oscar, at all. Oscar Isaacs is playing Moon. Knight. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, his voices are a little, a uh, <laughs> little different. Um, but uh, I'm pretty excited for that. It's super dark. It's the Batman of Marvel. Yeah. He's super dark, super gritty, billionaire playboy. But he's right. like, he has a personality complex. There's like 13, 14 different personalities. Oh. He's a cab driver. He's a millionaire. He's uh, but his powers come from the Egyptian. Um, oh, I'm drawing a blank now. It's either the moon or it's an Egyptian god. Um, and it's just. Is it, it Horus? No. Anubis? I'm trying to read. I'm tapped out now. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I can't in my hand. I don't know. <laughs> I got nothing for the Egyptian. <laughs> I'm trying to, yeah, I'm trying to think about it. He's um, proficient in martial arts um, and armed combat. He has super high tech equipment. He has increased strength, speed, and endurance depending on the lunar cycle. So it is the moon. Okay, it yeah, is yeah. the moon. I, clearly, yeah, moon night makes yeah. a lot of sense. Mm. Um, but he goes by Stephen Grant, Jake Lockley, um, Mister Knight. There's just a ton of stuff. I'm kind of excited to see how they really let this character develop um there's also an i am groot animated yep. i don't know if it's animated or live action coming out uh, miss marvel uh, i'm trying to think there's quite a bit and one i'm also very excited about is owen wilson and larry the cable guy are back for lightning mcqueen and major <laughs> pretty excited for that um there's a lot going on man like I've seen a lot of movies this summer. Um, Dune was amazing. I was about to say, not only that, like I'm very excited for what Marvel and DC are doing. I'm glad Marvel's picking up with Phase 87 and <laughs> going on. Um, I'm 
you know, I'm really also glad that DC seems to be going back to their roots of let's kind of make trilogy movies again, you know, or like, hey, we did the Joker. That was fantastic. If Even if there isn't a sequel to the Joker of Joaquin Phoenix, fantastic movie. Yeah. And if they're, you know, I assume if Robert Pattinson is going to be in within the first 24 months of being Batman that we're going to see more. And it makes sense to me that he would be more violent now because he's young, he's headstrong, he's angry, and then he would become kind of like, as the movies go on, he might grow into the Batman we grew up knowing where he's violent when he needs to be but figures out Bruce Wayne and then, you know, who, who knows where he goes after that. But man, Doom, I just read the book for the first time not too long ago and then saw the movie and I'm like, That's, it was fantastic. Uh, the Last Duel, you know, Ben Affleck was in it, Matt Damon was in it. I've not seen that yet. Um... It is a fantastic piece of cinema. There's, cinema. There's a there's a funny thing on there. Um, apparently, Ben Affleck is he's the higher up in the movie, correct? One of them, yeah. Yeah, he actually had a scene where because uh, Matt Damon and him are close friends in real life. There's a scene on there where uh, or a tweet went out or an interview. I can't even talk either. Um, they had a kissing scene where all the knights had to kiss Ben Affleck on like the way out or whatever, and they cut it out. And people asked about it, and he was like, doesn't matter, because me and Matt do that all the time at home. I thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> it's, it is a, um, it's a really, it's, it's not kid-friendly, so don't see it with your kids. But it is a, it's a very accurate portrayal of life in 1387, you know, France. It's The good old days. The good yeah. old days, yeah. you know. And it, it's, it takes an actual story and then kind of apply slightly modern themes to it. And it's like, when I got done watching this movie about, you know, a sexual assault in 1380, I was like, why do I feel like I just watched a movie about 2020? And like, it was, it was a fantastic blending of an actual crime that happened in the 1300s. And they did just tiny enough tweaking to where you're like, oh, wow, you know, that really still does happen today in some ways. And it was not only that, but just the filmmaking itself, the way they told the story, the very subtle acting differences, because the story was told in three chapters from three different perspectives. So Matt Damon, um, Kylo Ren, what's his name? Adam Driver. Adam Driver. Come on, man. I wanted to say Donald Glover, and I wanted to say <laughs> Donald even, Driver. We're not even the same ballpark. <laughs> Adam Driver and Matt Damon uh, have and Mel to, Gibson and Mel Gibson, the, the, they have to tell the same story twice from two to, from like three, like almost three different perspectives. And every time they do it, they play the same character but just subtly different. You know, to where you're like, wow, that's actually some really good acting chops that they had to pull off for you to believe that they're the same person just from their own viewpoint as opposed to somebody else's and that's the same person from somebody else's viewpoint and you know going back i'm like i kind of want to watch it again just because the acting level was very high in that movie and other random nerd stuff coming out in uh four days amazon's coming out with a wheel of time series and if you've never read the wheel of time every book's like 11 1200 pages 
But it is... I'll probably never read it. No. Uh, I'm not <laughs> I can barely get through my 30-page comic half the time, and it's I a have, struggle. I am like eight books into the Wheel of Time series now, and I, uh, I am almost done reading all of Brandon Sanderson, who finished the Wheel of Time and then started his own universe, and he writes like 1,300-page tomes as well. Mm. So I've, I've read like, you know, 12 books, but, you know, 30,000 pages. But I uh, well, quick. How do you how how fast does it take you to read one of those? So I'm just curious. Okay, so if I Mister Teacher, by the way. So when yeah. the Rhythm of War came out, which is the newest Brandon Sanderson novel, about a week, and it was like 1,600 pages. Dude, that's ridiculous. So yeah. do you speed read, or are you able to just? Oh boy, like <laughs> it's it's a little bit of both because so these authors have a very specific pattern in prose. Uh-huh. And so when I'm reading uh, Robert Jordan, who wrote The Wheel of Time, uh, if I don't see quotes, sometimes I skim because he's probably dedicating 800 words to the flowers. And you're like, he's like, and then outside, and then three pages later, he's done describing where they are and moves on to the actual story. So there are definitely... So do you skip those three pages? I don't skip. I, I run my eyes over it and I, I started to recognize his prose and figure out after eight books, you know sometimes where the important information lies and then every now and then man he like, starts describing like a big bad guy and you're just like i i can't look away but then Ron, yeah. but then um brandon sanderson he has what's called <laughs> we call it the sander slide where you it's a 1600 page book the first 12 to 1300 pages is like set up and it's so good. And you don't even realize you've read a thousand pages. And you're like, wow, we've gone three days and I've read a thousand pages. Like three days in the storyline, you know, and you've gone through a thousand pages. And the last like 300 pages, he just starts hitting you with like solutions to problems you've been reading about for books and books and for pages and pages. And you just, I, I literally tell people to shut up when they try to talk to me because I'm like, I, I can't stop reading. And you blow through the last few hundred pages. Because he just dumps all this stuff on you, but so question, to answer your question, about a week if it's a like a Brandon Sanderson book, huh. it could be months. And how but, so? How long does so? Let's just say, sake of argument, you got to read what two hundred pages a night. Yeah, I can do to that. Get through, yeah, how long would that take you? A few hours. He's like Jarvis from Iron Man. He just scans it all <laughs> in and it's just all right and, there. And, and what will happen with those books is I'll start reading at like 9, you know, 9 o'clock to go to sleep. And especially if my wife is away for something, you know, or sometimes she'll just fall asleep next to me. It'll be midnight. And I'm like, well, okay. we got 50 pages left. I better keep going. See Might, this well ends. Might as well it, finish yeah. it. You know, <laughs> um, I, I've been reading a lot more uh since I became an adult. Makes sense. Makes sense, you know, but I I, I, I posted a picture on Facebook of all the books I read in 2020, yeah. and I'm like, well, that's pretty impressive. Oh, yeah, because I've probably read zero books in 2020, <laughs> and 2021, that's why they and make 2019, movies. exactly. <laughs> My like, Lord of the Rings book report was based on... <laughs> 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 
Thank you. For I, I, I yeah. love. So I guess we'll add a topic. Is um, I'm I'm also the literary nerd. I guess. Yeah. Where uh, I read. More. Yeah, you got that. You won that, dude. Yeah. Like, uh, I, I'll give you that. Uh, I, it's it's mock trial season. I'm the mock trial coach. So I started reading the Lincoln Lawyer books to get myself into the uh, great movie. Oh yeah, it was yeah. <laughs> pretty good books too. But now what's funny is because I saw the movie before I ever read the books. I'm reading the book in Matthew McConaughey's voice. Yeah. Which makes it even more fun. <laughs> yeah. Hey, 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 now. <laughs> all right, all right. I didn't know right. driving Lincoln. So, guys, this, this podcast is definitely going to change throughout just because of the fact that we don't have a formula. We've been... <laughs> not yet. Anyway. We've just been arguing with each other. Not arguing, but it, it, today the day we're going to do it. Today the day. And just everyone's busy and life happens. So, uh... Bear with us. Uh, we're going to be jumping around quite a bit for a while until we actually find the formula. And Lord knows when everyone gets freed up for the next episode. Um, Three ho- months from now. Hopefully, hopefully we can do every Monday. Um, that's kind of my free day. Um, I know obviously life happens. So I'd like to do one a week, but obviously we can't. But we also have been rambling on about all kinds of stuff. Now, where were we at when we got to the Wheel of Time? I think we were just discussing all the upcoming movies coming out and the upcoming shows coming out. And that's one that I'm very excited for because okay. I've read uh, I've read eight out of um, – I think I'm on book eight out of like 16. That's ridiculous. It's <laughs> way too many pages, dude. And it's, it is a – I've been reading it for years now because, because Robert – Sure. I'd still – I'd be – I'll be dead before I finish one of them. So, like, it's, and for me, it's author style. Like I said, with Brandon Stamp- Sanderson, I love his universe. I can crush his books in about a week or two. If I have enough free time, I can just blow through those. So you guys are in trouble because I'll take suggestions and watch it. Like, I'll sit down and binge watch. So that's a good one for me. Like, I'm, I'm watching all kinds of TV shows, and I can get – if they if there's ten episodes and they release all ten, I'm done in three days. I I do the same thing. My friends uh, who are my other friends who are all teachers, um, they're like, yeah, we're on episode two. I was like, I finished that yesterday. They yeah. were like, it released yesterday. I was yeah. like, yeah. They're like, there's ten episodes. I was like, yeah. They're like, they're an hour long each. I'm like, yeah. yeah. I'm like, I had ten hours free. Yeah, I can't. That's why I brought in that junk of coffee. I can't do the I can't do the spoilers, man. Like Titans came out and they're on season three and just got renewed for season four. Man, I just I can't. The spoilers kill me. Like if I gotta wait for the three a.m. Pacific Standard Time to watch it, there's some nights where I would consider easily doing it. Titans is a great show if you guys haven't seen it. It's literally Teen Titans in real life. Nice. First thirty seconds is an F word. So. Uh, don't watch it with the kids. Don't watch it with the kids. It's very gritty and and very like. Wheel, of, I, th- I would suggest you guys watching Wheel of Time if you get a chance because uh, the books are definitely not for everybody. I'm gonna give it a spin. Yeah, there you go. But the universe, <laughs> <laughs> the universe mm. is uh, is beautiful. The universe is I like beautiful. the finger point too. Hey, yeah, you and, guys can't see it, but they do. <laughs> But the story is fantastic. If you like Lord of the Rings, I I would bet five dollars uh, that you would like Wheel of Time. Just five, just five, because okay. I know people are picky. Yeah. But if you if you like Lord of the Rings, the first book of Wheel of Time, which I believe the first season's actually going to cover more than one book, because like I said, there's like sixteen books. Every book is over a thousand pages or close to it. So 
if they really did only one book a season or less, the actors would become too old for them to keep playing the parts. Huh. You know, it would it would they would be doing it for the next decade. Well, that's the same with Dune. Yeah. Honestly, if they did everything, and that's why this new Dune is in two movies. Yeah. Um, the first one, they tried to jam everything they could into it, the 84 version, which, my gosh. Is bad. The graphics, and that's just being privileged as far as getting to see all the Peter Jackson stuff and all that. The, the graphics are just terrible. I mean, the shields from one movie to the next is like Roblox. Oh, to my gosh, it's bad. so bad. Um, it's very impressive how bad it is. Yeah. Um, and I know it's a cult classic, and... All eight of you out there listening right now, if, if any of you love old Dune from 1984, it was just, if you haven't seen it, it was just the main actor staring into nothing while he whispered over top of him staring out into yeah, nothing. Yeah, there's a lot of narration in that movie, and it's like... Uh, I just remember the worms, that's all I remember. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're god-awful in that. Movie. <laughs> it's like, a, it's like it somebody filled, was it's like somebody filled yeah, a yeah. tube sock with soap and just <laughs> threw it into sand. The like, worms it's so in, bad. The worms in Beetlejuice were better. Yeah. I can't... I'd be honest with you, a lot of people are going to be mad. I can't remember Beetlejuice at all. Oh, man, that movie was nuts. I've seen it enough, but I can't yeah, remember it. Yeah, nuts. Um, well, let's move on a little bit, actually. I think, I, we beat, I, I think we're running. Two, I have two more suggestions really yes. quick. Uh, Black Summer and um, Invasion. Black Summer's a Netflix, and they have two series. I'll cut it quick. Um, it's several different perspectives of the start of a zombie apocalypse. Cool. If you're a zombie fan. Oh, yeah. So it bounces around to several different people and families, and toward the end, they actually merge all the characters you've been watching merge into one and go throughout a zombie apocalypse. Um, what? What is it? Black Summer. Black Summer. Um, and it's on Netflix. And there's two seasons. Everything's out. I don't know if it's been renewed for a third. Um, now, the acting, obviously, because it's very unknown people, isn't the greatest acting. Um, it obviously gets Bad better. Bad acting doesn't bother me. <laughs> but really, in a zombie movie, is there really good acting? Um, besides, you know the newer stuff that um, Zack Snyder does but and then Invasion which I like is the same way it's on Apple TV um, Ooh, that's gonna be a no for me dog um, but it's the same way it's multiple families during an alien invasion that's cool they cover like a um, a JASA worker a Japanese NASA uh, tech um, a family in New York and a soldier in Iraq during the Iraqi war if, um, I, if I could recommend one book that's a very easy read and not sixteen hundred pages. Uh, World War Z. I love World War Z. That's great. And people uh, see, I'm a huge Brad Pitt fanboy, so the movie for me was great. And everybody was like, "Oh, the movie sucked compared." And I like the book too. I did read that book. And then the uh, what's his name, Max? Is it the writer? Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't remember his name now, but. Yeah, I'm drawing a blank. But, <laughs> but uh, his like survival zombie survival guide was pretty good. Oh too. yeah, it's very good. Now Matt, go ahead and jump us over into something next. <laughs> well, moving down the itinerary list here, uh, some other topics. That, like we said, we were uh, really invested, and in, I guess a lot of things nerd Chucky. You, like you said, you work at a comic book store. Uh, Jordan and I, we kind of went through this little period where we. Jump back into Pokemon. What do you mean little period? I just bought. I just bought an Elite Trainer box yesterday. Well, that's what I want to talk about. So you cannot go to Target, Walmart, um, a lot of those big box stores. Max Brooks. Max Brooks. That's it. All right. Buy that stuff. Yeah. 
because of scalpers, because of Logan Paul, is who it is. My theory, because the 25th anniversary of Pokemon, Pokemon approached arguably the most popular uh, YouTuber. Or right? infamous. So Logan Paul or Jake Paul? Logan, Logan. It's Logan. Hey, it's Logan. Logan. So they probably said, here's a bunch of money. Start opening Pokemon cards. Now you can't go buy Pokemon cards anywhere. Here, yeah. here's the, so here's the deal with that. So it's not that, dude. It's the fact when you have an unlimited amount of money to where I can get, There's no different. If I wanted to go spend $200,000 on 100,000 open packs, you can do it. Money is what did it. Well, speaking of that, I came across this news story today entitled, uh, this is from ScreenRant.com. Headline reads, Pokemon fan accused of spending $57,000 of COVID relief money on Pokemon cards. <laughs> Unlimited government funds. That's, what I'm, That's what I'm talking about. But, but <laughs> my guy. You know, listen, a, a double, I think it's out of Georgia. I think it's where it was. So you're old stomping grounds, right? Shout out Savannah. Yeah, unless I'm conflating another. So anyway, a Dublin, well, Dublin, is there Dublin, Georgia? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. A Dublin man allegedly used funds granted to him for COVID business relief to purchase a rare Pokemon card. Federal officials say it doesn't actually say which one. It is. It's got to be Charizard. It's got to be a Charizard. First edition. Um, news outlet 13WMAZ recently reported a story of Pokemon card buying. Uh, one that might potentially include defrauding the government. Yeah, I think it's it's been the same, man. There, you can't buy sports cards at the store, though. No, I tell you, you what, I, any, it's the fighting, though, dude. I, I went know. to Target. I went to Target the other day, and this is when they stuck. This is right. Well, not the other day, because obviously it was right before they started only online. Um, they uh, these people were lined up literally two days before the release. And I came out of the store obviously being nosy, and I was like, man, what's coming out? Because I figured it was Pokemon, and I'm not a Pokemon guy, so I just figured I'd ask. And I asked, and man, one, were they bitter? They did not want to answer my question. But two, they were like, yeah, such and such comes out, and it's for sports cards, actually. But uh, (laughs) it came out uh, like two days after they're sitting there, and I'm like, how on earth are you sitting there for two days? I got a job, man. I'm sorry. Well, that's what I'm like, saying. I used to be able to do that, you know, for midnight releases of Call of Duty, but not anymore. I got like real responsibilities now, and I mean, if they took off work, all the power to them. Yeah. But I um I have recently found a ton of Pokemon and sports cards. If you go to the collectible store in Bethany, yeah. Uh, and if you, I was at Born the Game in Dover, and they had tons of Pokemon cards. So just avoid Walmart altogether and go to your local game store. Yeah. And I I'm. The only people who go in there are nerds. So your general public, like, isn't <laughs> it's in there. accepted when a 32-year-old man yeah, is, in isn't in there just <laughs> freaking out. I had $200 store <laughs> credit, and I was like, let me get that Elite Trader box. Well, but that's the other thing, too, man. This stuff is also ruining it for the actual collectors. It, it is. It is, yeah. You know, well, obviously. Right? Yeah, you're obviously. But it's, that's for anything, man, because I, I collect Funko Pops. And it's the same way, dude. If you're not a hot topic, you can't get to a con, you can't get to you're not getting what you want unless you're paying fifty plus. Yeah. And it's for a piece of plastic. So a lot of the times I've gotten I don't get what I want. Um I've got a a, a good friend in uh Seattle that I get some special stuff from 
that's worth a little bit of cash in the and, end. But and kids are losing out, man. Like, yeah, well, that's another thing too. Yeah, there's you, like ten yeah. year olds, uh, eight year olds that go into Walmart and all the cards yeah. are cleaned out yeah. because. You know, people our age go in and buy them all up, but then yeah, it's grown don't men even, buying. Grown men don't even keep them though; they'll buy them and sell them and on eBay. Resell them, yeah, man. and that's insane. And I get it; that's capitalism, but it bugs me a little bit when it's like you know, supply and demand. We had to limit toilet paper, yeah. like <laughs> yeah. Well, they're buying the Pokemon cards yeah. Yeah. as toilet paper. Yeah. Uh, actually, I had a friend who used supply to. Uh, I was at a local game store, and they had a. 25 or 50 cent card vending machine where you put 50 cents in, turn it, and then spit out a playing card. He had a full of Magic the Gathering cards. My friend hated Magic the Gathering. So he'd walk in to play Warhammer or another game. First thing he would do is put in 50 cents, pull a card, rip it in half without even looking at what it was, and then throw it away. He ripped up a $25 card one time. Yeah. And he was happy about it. And it would just like all the all the magic guys, right? Dave would walk in. I thought you were going to say he ripped up like a black lotus. No, that wouldn't be in there. That would not be in there. Uh, If you don't know what a black lotus is, it's a um, Magic the Gathering playing card that you could... You could either buy a car or you could buy that card. A mortgage. Yeah, they're what, $25,000 each? Yeah, they're a lot. Um, I saw a YouTuber was reviewing a black lotus to see if it was real or not. He goes, I've got my four here that are real and just... Casually pulls out more paper cards that were worth than like my house at the time. Yeah. I was like, "You, you gotta be kidding me, my guy." <laughs> the greatest pool I've ever had is a red Kyber crystal from Disney, and it's a one in like twenty five chance. Was it a black one? Oh yeah, black oh, crystal. Awesome. Oh yeah, yeah. It's worth two hundred fifty bucks, and uh, I gave it away for free. Not for free, but I had a friend that took care of me. Like I said, when getting stuff that's unattainable because of all this stuff. Yeah, you're like, hey, buddy. Oh. So I'm like, here, dude, you can have this. And I was like, one of those things where, you know, but I just, I'm tired of scalping. It's like, it's, it's, it's really, but it's like wow. you said, man, with the kids, man. Like, don't get me wrong. If I have an opportunity to get what I want or this kid, and this kid can wait. <laughs> but, <laughs> this kid's got his whole yeah. life in front of him. Yeah. And I'm getting closer yeah. to death every yeah. year. Exactly. <laughs> Try hard. Exactly. Like, Go mow a few more lawns and then come back and talk to me when the value's up. No, but it, it is when you it, it's the limit, man. It's it, I go to the store if it's something I want, I buy one. Yeah. And there's two or three where I do think, man, you know, I could make a couple hundred dollars, but it's not fun for like you said, the kid that walks up that did six months of grass cutting and that's all he wants. And you're sorry, sorry, you know, some forty year old man with a stained t-shirt walked up and bought every single pack. And then sold like, it on eBay in 10 seconds. Yeah, and it's gone. And it's like, like yeah, it, it's disappointing. But I can go on that argument all day long. And hey, moral of the story, support your local games. Support your local games. Yeah, games Bethany guys. Comics and Gaming. Board the game in Dover and Camden. Yeah. Phoenix Rising in Salisbury. Yeah, those those yeah. guys are Awesome, I love they, those guys. They, but dude, they stopped selling comics altogether. They're more they? of the magic yep. now. And there's a new place right by Outback. Oh, okay. I have to go check that out. Yeah, they're not bad. They're not very. Uh, they're very very new. Um, like I tried to sell some Funko in Salisbury, Maryland. Yeah, Salisbury, Maryland. Um, I just honestly with I, I haven't been to the one in Dover, but I, I've said it before. And Tom and Mandy, the owners of uh, Bethany Comics and Gaming. Yeah, they're fantastic people. They can't get any better as human beings. The kid, their kids are great. Their kids know what they're doing at the shop. Oh yeah, um, we're gonna have to wrap this up because we 
we all got lives. That's true. Yeah, so, so lives uh, and lives. guys, until we get an ending, um, basically, this has been the Everything Show, and uh, I'm Chucky, <laughs> yeah. Matt, Jordan, and uh, we'll see you next time. Peace. <laughs>